It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good's as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will get... Hi, welcome to Four Feet Running, episode 63. I am Nick. I'm Dan. Yeah, where are we? Mattapoisett? Yes. We're doing the Mattapoisett 4th of July road race. It's the 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. <laughs> Stanley's birthday. Yes. He turns four. It's your grandma's birthday. She turns 95. Yep. And we're here with my mother. Hi, Mom. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> this is going to be our first ever road race. So, automatic PR. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best kind. You were in your Metapoisa t-shirt. Yeah, this is from last year when I ran this race last year. Uh, I think in an hour and five minutes. So you're going to go for a PR? Or? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I don't know. Long story short, I don't know. No. <laughs> I haven't been running that great or very much lately either. It's more like you haven't run very much. Yeah. So what is a one, oh, one hour and five minute pace? Uh, yeah, maybe 12 something. I don't know. If you know, email fourfeetrunning at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. We're going to register my mom for the road race. Oh, you know, I forgot to bring um, pins. Remember last year they ran out of pins. Oh. <laughs> so we already registered. Yeah. We're down there. <laughs> uh, you just have to uh, pick off your... What age group you'd be in? <laughs> super senior. <laughs> what the hell is up with that? That'd be super. <laughs> you don't need your parents to go. No, you want to go. But I'm not senile, so. Bernadette is 9:55. There you go. That's a great idea. There you go. All right. And in that, they'll have your uh, the little chip that will go on your ankle. Oh, yeah, this oh. is chip time, right? Yeah, it is. There's a little uh, little strap that will go on your ankle, and that's how they calculate your time. Okay. All right, no cheating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it goes in the back? Uh, you can put it wherever. I usually put it on my leg, but some people put it on their stomach. Yeah, this is the... The harbor. That's beautiful. Here. Fairhaven over there. See that lighthouse all the way in the distance? Yeah. That's we're going to be going around that. Yeah, that's where the water stop is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll, you know, I, I'm going to do a warm-up run so I can bring them back to the car. Oh. Hopefully, they won't run out of pins this year. I was going to bring extra. Yeah, last year when we were here, they uh, they ran out of safety pins, and then there was a notice 
just before the race started. If everyone's got four pins, could you give up two of them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the first time I think that ever happened at a race for us. It's better to have the, uh, the bib on the front because then when they see you coming mm -hmm. in the finish, then... Hal Higdon says only geeks have it on the back. Only geeks have it in the back. This, except yeah. that if you're yeah. on a bike, you put it in the back. If you have right. a bike race. So this is running race. If you're on the back. No, it's better on the front. On the front. For, uh, for, for running. If you're bike racing. Oh. I forgot this was tip time. Yeah. I Remember that? That's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing because it's very accurate. Though. Okay. I'm going to go for... You guys want a sticker and you can. Okay. If you want fruit and stuff, they have. Yeah, they have watermelon, bananas. Something different this morning. Um, we have a cardio okay. kick warm up for the runners that is going to begin okay. in about 10 minutes. Cardio kick warm up. Um, cardio kick a warm up. I'll go run to the Okay. <laughs> want to make a thank you to Barry uh, Denham from the highway department for making the course extremely safe and great at Ned's point, so there's no ankle biters anywhere along the course, so you should have a wonderful race. The weather finally cooperated, which was nice. It's a good course, though. There's a lot of cheering and stuff. There's a lot of people out. And everybody gets out of their, their house, and they all wave and cheer you on. Yeah, they'll clap for you. Yeah, it's recording. Don't, no, don't worry about it. Just pretend like it's not even on. That's what we do. <laughs> Good thing you're an editor. Yeah. <laughs> what a beautiful day. Yeah. I know, this is perfect. They said it might rain, but that was earlier in the week it was saying it might rain. So you already did a mile this morning. This morning, yeah. So it'll be a six mile day for you. I don't set miles by the stretch, so. Yeah. Yeah. Walked in the sun like this. Yeah. So the only thing I'm afraid of is getting overheated, but that I have the water. Yeah, they have the water, and they'll have water stops too. So that'll that'll help too. I mean, there are a couple of little hills, but they're not. It's not terrible, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I don't see any, any There are like there are a couple on the way back, but it's any not. No, nothing like that. be like a little bit further down that way when everyone lines up you'll be able to you'll be able to tell too it's, it's always fast people in the front slower people in the back yeah because then otherwise you get trampled yeah and it lets people like stretch out too. some people like to stretch before they go yeah really pretty this is so much better weather than last year Perfect for, for the race because it's nice and crisp. Yeah. Hey! How you doing? Good to see you. You too? Yeah, she's way back there. She went out for a warm up run. That's what I need to do. Yeah. But I saw this line getting long already and I thought, oh boy, I better get in line. Yeah, that's what I thought too. You were in the shirt. Yeah, well, I just pulled the first one out of the drawer and I came out. It happened to be this one. Yeah. Welcome to the port. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah, you're looking great. Oh, you? thanks, thanks. Yeah. Know, I lost a couple of pounds over the winter. Yeah. Really nice. And the 
facial hairs all oh, yeah, gone. Yeah, I'm Yeah, I haven't so, seen you since you shaved the beard. That's right. Yeah, because last time I saw you was Danita, though. My, uh, my mom is in, is in there somewhere. Yeah, I can't wait to meet her. I saw yeah. her Twitter that she was going to run it. Yeah, yeah she's going to be uh, speed walking, I yeah, guess. Yeah, walk. I've yeah. got a friend, Martin, who um, i got to find him again. He's, uh, yeah, I've seen him. He's down there in a the blue shirt. He um, is going to be walk running it. Yeah. So she might, yeah, my mom might pull out a little run, you know, every once in a while, too. I know she's. I think that's what Martin's going to do. Yeah, every, um, last time we went down to Philadelphia, my mom was down there as well. We went in this, like, sort of trail in the, in the city. Yeah. And, um, she actually did, she did a little, did a little bit of running, and she would have smoked me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, on some days, I'm telling you. Well, these walkers walk fast. Yeah, she I mean, walks fast. You know. Yeah. She can, she can pull out a walk that, you know, I would have to run to keep up to with. To keep up with, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, so that's great. So, yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we finally got a beautiful day. I know. This is fantastic. It's not a four-feet running day. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'll we'll catch see. up with you. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. Sure. It's 8.30, so uh, I'll be giving you five-minute checks into the uh, start time, and we're going to get ready to go. Hey, Mom. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see you come out. Oh, I, I waited. I, I thought you'd be outside. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was, yeah. I waited for a while, didn't see you, so I oh, figured right. it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought you weren't out yet. I was like... Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. That didn't last long, the little kicking thing they were doing. <laughs> I came back for just, like, a little bit of, like, the, uh, the cardio... Something. It was a kick-up session. Kick-up. <laughs> <laughs> like Irish step dance. So I guess to go with the Irish pub. That's over right. There. <laughs> oh, this is our friend uh, John here. Hey. <laughs> hey. See, I'm doing my blog now too. Hi, Dan's Hi, mom. This <laughs> my mom, Bernadette. Bernadette, I'm John. How do you do, John? Nice to meet you. Hey, Nick, how are you? Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks. You too. You guys look great. I've only lost like 20 pounds. Yeah. I think it's reshaped a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's a, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, I usually misplace mine and then I find it. Yeah, that's what happens. That's, that's good. So glad you, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, me too. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. course. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Normally four feet running. It's rainy, cloudy. So I understand you're going to beat Dan walking. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Dan said, not me. <laughs> All right, I gotta introduce you guys too to a friend of mine. Uh, Martin's here. He's from. Uh, he's a food engineer from Martin's from uh, Ocean Spray. Really? Yeah. And so you know, he's responsible for Cranergy and Diet Cranergy and all this. Kind of stuff. So he's running. He's a former marathon. He ran one marathon back in 1972, I think. And so he's ready to start running again. And his wife is gonna do it next week. All right. So I'll catch up back up with you. I'll find him because I haven't seen him in a while. All right. Later. <laughs> I get through this without hurting. Yeah. That would be crazy. I wake up every day and it hurts. The tendons just get so stiff from keeping your toes like this. Yeah. I don't want to wear a boot. <laughs> no. No, you don't want to wear the boot. This morning, that might have went pretty quickly. Yeah, you never know. How fast was it? 
the, the pace, do you remember? Or? You know, the jury's still out on my device. Uh, right, yeah. So, but it was 15 minutes and 10 seconds. Yeah. Usually the worst toilet paper ever. The worst toilet paper. It was so thin. I couldn't even get a sheet. Is it just an old, an old Boston Globe in there? At least I would be able to hold it. It like melt in your hand. It was like an M&M. Do you have your Nike Plus so you can calibrate it? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a more or less easy way to calibrate like five miles. It'll be more or less five miles. Well, some hilly course either. Yeah. Not terrible, Couple. no. Apparently, John says there's always some guy who says, well, that's all downhill from here at some point on the course, and he's lying. He's lying. Oh, yeah. That's his joke every year, I guess. Yeah. Whenever you believed him last year. I believed him, too. And he told me, he warned me, too, in the beginning. He said, he's like, there's going to be some guy telling you it's all downhill. Don't believe him. He's lying to you. And then when I got to him, he's like, it's all downhill. And I was like, whew, oh, good. <laughs> and then I wanted to and curse his name. Out. Yeah. And then he found out. Uh, I hope I'm not the last one. <laughs> no, I believe okay. there were. You know, people ahead of me that I can kind of follow. Yeah. They know me and my direction. <laughs> the volunteers are very nice. They usually help. Although, when you're last, they start picking up the cones. And <laughs> yeah, with me, they always... <laughs> It, with me, yeah. It's always like there's people taking the water stations down. There's like police cars circling the block to make sure that I'm not going to pass out. <laughs> I want to get a PR this time. i got to be able to beat like 139 pace. I normally run faster than that. You'll be able to do it. I remember last year, I think I got smoked by kids. <laughs> kids are very fast. I get beat by kids all the time. I'm eight years old now. Yeah. In a way. So it looks like a pretty varied crowd. Yeah. We always look at the types of bodies. Yeah. There's a variety of speeds. Because we've gone to some races where everybody looks like they could use a sandwich and they're all really fast. Yeah, I think I do not belong here. Maybe I should just sit somewhere and wait for you to finish. <laughs> you drink too much of that. You know, you have to stop. <laughs> Martin says no problem. There's there's restrooms on the course. Oh, I said, right. I said you've never run this race. He just looked at me funny. He's like, I'm like, oh, he just he just stops wherever he wants. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now wait, I think I remember episode 37. <laughs> Just water in the flowers. Yeah. So, oh, here, just in case you forgot. Here's last year's time. Wow, all right. I have my glasses on. So, Nicole, here, Nikki, you did, what is that, 4817? Yeah. And Dan, an hour and what? what? One hour, five, and 38 seconds. Oh, 13.08. We were just trying to figure out what his pace was last year, so. 13.08, yeah. Look at that. See, I didn't have to look it up this morning. 13.08, and yeah, you'll time, right? Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I, I'm hoping for 50. You've been getting a lot of PRs. I, 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 Every race you've been in, you're getting a PR. I know. So, <laughs> so I should be able to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I should. You can. Yeah. Yeah, 50. If I can do 50 minutes, I'll be back. Yeah. yeah. You go out way too fast, and then you're like, have yeah. to go. Why did I go out too fast? First timer? Uh, don't go out too fast. Don't go out too fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Put one foot in front of the other yeah. and breathe. Yeah. Yeah, breathe. 
And don't listen to that guy who says it's all downhill. Yeah, there's a guy. <laughs> Son of a. You know what we should do? Let's all line up and slap them. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter you know, where you are. You know, yeah. when, when the guy says, it's all downhill from here, that's the signal there's one more hill. <laughs> I can run with you. No, that's all right. It'll be fine. Yeah, but I don't want to slow you down. No, it's fine. There's no, I'll be doing plenty of this. It doesn't matter because you got your timing shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is matter. This is the boy. I forgot. And I'm like, oh, that's why. That's also why it's so great. This is big time. This is professional great. We have two stoplights. So, oh, wow. Two stoplights. <laughs> you are making it big time. Yeah. It's awesome. One day you'll get a post office. And, oh, yeah, but uh, all right. it looks like a house. You can't tell that it's a post office. It actually looks like a house on the main drag. Is this just someone who just delivers the mail for fun? It's a guy named Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> and don't piss him off. <laughs> this is Martin. This is my friend Martin. Hey, how do you do? You are? I'm Dan. This is Dan. Hi, Dan. This is Nick. Hi, and this is Bernadette. Hi, Bernadette. How are you? Dan's mom. Hey. Her yeah. first race. Yeah, doing her first race. Right. Very first race. She's starting off good. Last year, this was my, well, it wasn't my first. It was actually my second because I did that Marion 5K the week before. Great. Yeah. So, but this was my, basically my first race last year. will be like, I have to catch up to them, otherwise I'm never gonna I'm never gonna get them again. But it's they'll eventually they'll burn out and they'll slow down. And you'll catch up to them. we'll we'll catch up to them, you know. It'll be alright. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna move up ahead. Alright, all right. we'll catch you on a for the beginning because then if people have to go around me because sometimes fast people start in the back too just because they like to, they don't want to be all crowded but uh, I mean then like later in the in the race once it thins out I move toward the middle because the sides of the road they tilt a little bit toward the gutter yeah <laughs> it's okay. it's right. we have so many courts in common 
<laughs> That's okay. Can you be all right? No, it's trick over here. No. Press the center button. <laughs> <laughs> Until we cross the line, then it'll be okay. like then that's like the exact start. Okay. Yeah, you'll we'll see. There'll be like a mat that we have to walk over. Okay. The eye of the storm Home To a new and a shiny place Make our bed and we'll say our grace Freedom's light burning warm Freedom's light burning warm A lot of these people know each other so they always like yell back to each other and back and forth. <laughs> oh my god, now it's when I pressed it before, it's just starting. Oh you'll have to add an extra what's I have 0.55 miles now. I have more water too, by the way. I have all. I still have some in the bottle. Yeah, there'll be. There'll be some. There are quite a few people who do that too. I remember from last year. I think so. Oh, John. Nice Portuguese boy. Nice Portuguese, yeah. How are the shoes feeling, too? Oh, they're great. They're so light. Oh, that's good. They're really good. What do we have? One, one mile in? Uh, almost 0.94. I think they might be starting to come back because they come back down this way. Here he goes. Oh, These are the people in the lead. I'm going to give them a sandwich. <laughs> you got Neil Diamond now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what happened to him. He probably went to sleep and needed a cup of dust. Oh, yeah. So when you... Because... Right. And then when you yeah. hit it the first day, just woke it up. Yeah. Instead of turning it up, right? Okay. Now I feel that up. This is one of those... Look, look ahead, not this one. Yeah. Jump ahead. No, actually, they're behind us. They are? Yeah. Oh. The lady with the broken arm, she's behind us. <laughs> Mile two, coming up. Somebody has to bring up the rear. It's all the same distance, it doesn't matter. Oh, they always tell me. Yeah. If there were some, um, you know, decline, yeah. uh, I might do a sprint here mm -hmm. and there. But like that, if I do a sprint, I'm going to be huffing and puffing, and then I'll just go slower yeah. afterwards. Mile three. Or they might be taking it down. Yeah, they're driving it away. 
I ever tell you that uh, my brother Joe used to run like, run like a nut when he was little, kids in the neighborhood. One time he went so fast, I don't know what was the rush, mm-hmm. but he went so fast, probably chasing other kids, mm-hmm. that uh, he fainted on the street. Ooh. He just dropped. Yeah. Wow. So some neighborhood woman went to call my mother. He fainted on the street. Just he passed out. Probably very hard to but he was just such a nice kid. <laughs> oh, that guy just took a shit in the woods, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a secret, have you? Still snake lanes. Bullshit. You've done more than you have left. No, it's always the one that's going down rather than time or hill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a hot stretch over here. Yeah, I have a lot of water. Yeah, I got a whole bottle too. You okay. can have it. Is that right? <laughs> All right, guys! Oh. Yay, thank you. <laughs> You've seen better than us. You've just been kind. Good <laughs> job! <laughs> The rest? Yeah. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> is that enough? He's fed up. Yeah, this is one of the little hills that. Oh, this is it. But this is not the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I believe there's another one after this. I have to skip the rest and go that way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you got it. Oh, there's a four mile mark. Four miles. Four miles. Yeah. That's four, just one left. Perfect. Yay. <laughs> and it's a short one. Oh, good. It's one of those short miles. <laughs> this is the second hill coming up. This is the second hill coming up? Yes. When we turn it, we have to turn back up this way. <laughs> that first one that we went up, that was the guy, one the guy says, okay. he wasn't there this year, it must have been. Yeah. He, he, that's the one where he's like, it's all downhill from here now. Almost. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Yep. Nice. nice to be going downhill. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's pick a good spot. Uh-huh. So from this, let's go down to the water street, turn, and that's it. There we have it. <laughs> gotta kick it into uh, high gear. Another race strategy is you always have to save a little bit. For the when you see the finish line, and then you have to like give it the rest. Of you. <laughs> Here we go. We at least have to beat those. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> we just have to get past them, and that's fine. All right, let's play the finish. <laughs> walk. They were saving it too, I guess. Give her a high five. Alright. High five. High five. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. Alright, fast over here. Yep. Oh. 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 Oh.
Okay, go. Oh, thank you. Got the 50. Got the 50. Yeah, there you go. The so I was perfect. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. Are you going to do it again next year? Thank you. You're fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So we're back home. We are. And it's not a week later. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's just a few days. <laughs> Great for us. High five. High five. Getting it done. It's been very busy. It's been very, very busy. That's not a good excuse though, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's good for me. I like it. <laughs> so... Now you did your second five mile or Matapoisa. How do you feel? <laughs> I don't remember what you got on the mic when we got back. I don't remember how much you recorded because I think the mic stopped recording, right? Yeah, I still actually, to be honest, I still don't know where it stopped. Okay. But, but. Anyway, I did terrible at the race. 
you know. Mm. What were the results, anyway? I got them right here. It's funny you should ask that. That's a very good question. Stalling for time while I find your result. It is, you finished your five-mile road race at... 50 minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah, at a 10.09 pace. Yes. So it did not keep under my 9.40 pace that I wanted to. Mm. Now, my intention was to go under 9.40 because that was, that was where I PR'd at um, last year at this race. It was a PR for the that whole five-miler thing. I've only done two others. Oh, we did Edaville. That was a five-miler. That was. You're right. And that was slower because I remember I faded because of my blood sugar. Yes. I think me and five-milers are not a good thing. They are to you what 10Ks are to me. Yeah. I don't know why. 10Ks are okay, but five-milers are not okay for me. Uh, I don't know. I had hoped to get a little PR. I mean, even though I'm not in... Great running condition right now. Still recovering from the marathon, and I'm still doing the Fitzinger recovery plan. Mm-hmm. So I'm not doing any high mileage or any fast speeds. I'm just kind of keeping it at a very slow recovery pace for the most part for the past few weeks. But I thought I could keep a 9:40 or a little less than a 9:40 pace. I mean, I did run a half marathon at like a 9:20 pace. Yeah, Stanley, what are you doing with your mouth? You're making <laughs> fart noises with your mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stanley's right next to the microphone and he's making kind of fart noises with his big floppy mouth, Aww. right? That's what he thinks of this podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so I thought I'd be able to pull that off, but I didn't. Aww. I kind of faded. But I, I mean, and my blood sugar didn't fade because I brought a hammer gel. Yeah. But that, and that didn't agree with me after a while. And I didn't know why, but I think I know now a few days later why mm. i started feeling sick i know i know i'm always sick <laughs> <laughs> well it's i think more it's like your body is just a, a very big uh chemistry experiment and you're constantly changing and you have to always figure out what's what's up with it yes it's very annoying <laughs> but um it actually is still the same problem that i had last year why i wasn't running so great and mm. it was i think it was the gluten-free pancakes yeah. I had the uh, the day before. Now, I've eaten gluten-free pancakes, and they've been okay. But, I don't know, I think I still can't eat anything like processed carbs. Mm-hmm. Well, you had them for two meals in yeah. the day. You had them for breakfast, and then you had extra batter. So you made them for lunch, too. Yeah, we're, we're also out of groceries. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that was what was left in the house. There's nothing wrong with pancakes for lunch. Just ask Denny's. I know. I don't normally have them twice in a day, but um, I don't think that worked for me. Because my gut just doesn't like doesn't process things very well, like carbs too well, obviously. Yeah. And mm. it's not like I ha- I don't have celiac disease, and I no. don't have like I don't. It's not so much that I'm intolerant to gluten because I can I can't eat gluten free stuff either. Pizza yeah. proves that one. Yes. Yeah, we made a gluten free <laughs> pizza crust. And eat that, that much, and I was sick for like a week. Right. Yeah. So it's just I think it's just anything that's processed, like carbohydrates that are processed, like breads and pastas, other mysterious things. If you have too much of it, it's just not good for you. Yeah. It doesn't agree with you. It makes my stomach upset, but what's worse, it makes me utterly fatigued. 
I'm a pretty energetic person. Yeah. You would say that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm usually a fast talking, can't Mm -hmm. get me to sit down kind of person. But, like, Mm -hmm. when this hits, I'm, I'm like, taking naps and I can barely keep conscious. You know, I'm not even up for getting off the couch. (laughs) It's so weird. It's, It's very strange. I've heard this, like, not that, you know, I have celiac, but some other people's descriptions of when they have celiac disease yeah when they find that out they have like the severe fatigue <laughs> my body doesn't know what to do with these carbs so it just turns you off and you go oh. yeah while it <laughs> while it tries to think about what to do with them because yeah. it's, it spends so much energy trying to figure it out because like it's like my intestines got stupid yeah <laughs> and they're like we gotta figure out what to do uh, we, we need more power though to, to handle this stuff let's turn the brain off for a while yeah <laughs> You don't need that. Uh. Yeah, so, I mean, I didn't know why I was feeling so ill at mm. the at the race. And I wasn't really sick sick, you know, that night or the morning or anything. No. But, wow, I faded. Mm. It was, and it was weird because I'm like, wow, this is just like when I eat a piece of bread. I didn't sneak any bread or anything. No. But it was okay, you know, 10 away is still, yeah. I mean, you weren't, you know, you weren't feeling good, but it's still a good time, I think. Yeah. It just wasn't a PR for you. Well, the first two miles were okay. I was yeah. strong, and then I hit mile three, and I was like, I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and I started walking. But I did get to see John pass me. Yeah, At mile 3.7. What the It was hell? exactly 3.7, it was a hill, because I was walking it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Hey, that guy looks familiar. Hey, he's passing me. No fair. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? But he's done amazing. He keeps getting PRs at every race. Yes, he's doing really great. He came in at 48 minutes, 59 seconds. That's a 948 pace. That is awesome. Imagine that. And only <laughs> last year he did his first five-mile race. Yeah. Only last year. I know. That was his second race ever last year. Yep. So he's done real good. Yes. One <laughs> hell of a guy. I know. I have to say, the person uh, who's right after you, by the mm-hmm. way, I just, just apropos of nothing, <laughs> the name is Randy Rice. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> It has a nice ring to it. Yeah, Randy Rice. <laughs> it's like some kind of <laughs> odd porno name or something. <laughs> Except it's not sexy. Not at all. It's like, so. <laughs> it's like chef porn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've had lackluster runs since, too. I just have been in this big, deep running funk. I mean, even though, you know, even outside of the whole eating stuff, but like... Just because every run is a recovery run, and it's like my body's just tired. Yeah. In general. Uh, I miss my mojo. I'll get it back. The most perfect run I had was um, in April, just before I hurt my knee. Oh. I remember it. It was a six miler, and I felt <laughs> so good. I was running at like, I remember it was like a really comfortable, like nine minute pace and I was running around town. Yeah. It was a beautiful day. <laughs> well, we haven't had any beautiful days anyway, except for no. this five miler, which was on a perfect day. But apart from that, it's been ever since. Like just before we ran this race, I had run like maybe once or twice before in the sun mm-hmm. and I calculated, I hadn't run in the sun since May 15th. Oh, <laughs> God. And we had a couple of sunny days, but I never got to run on those days. Right. 
So every every day since May fifteenth till like the week before, <sighs> the last week of June, I, I ran in rain or fog or <laughs> mist. It's, it's always misty. Pain in the ass. <laughs> Weather is. <laughs> we're all a little depressed in New England. Although, we're, you know, it's going to get all nice and then it won't rain. I know. And then they'll be like, it's a drought now. We need rain. <laughs> I know. Shit. Should have thought of that before. I know. Plus, we've been having severe thunderstorms, too. Yes, every we did. day. The dogs are so scared. I know. So was I. <laughs> yeah, I, I was supposed to go out for a 10-mile run the other day, mm-hmm. and I canceled it because the lightning was so close to the house. <laughs> well, I'm not going out there. It was scary. So you and your mom finished? Yeah, I didn't run it. I decided I would walk it with my mom. I figured just to show her the ropes of how it all goes. And so that way, you know, she wouldn't be all alone for five miles, which, you know, can take a while. It's it was, fun to do it with uh, somebody's first time in a race. Yeah. And uh, besides, like, I think it was probably best that I, I went with her, too, because at some points she probably would have lost the route because it was being taken down. <laughs> Aww. You know. When you guys came over the finish line, they put up cones and they took down the finish sign. I know. They, they put, blocked it off. They put cones, like, right in front of me. I had to almost, like, step over the cones in order to cross the finish line. I wasn't line. sure if they, if they would even record your times, but they did. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, Although they didn't, the, they were, there were people behind you. The poor kid that was oh, last. Oh, all right. How old, yeah. how old was he? He, he must, must have been. been yeah, he must have been like a little eight-year-old kid. Adorable. Yeah. But they came in. Him and his was it his dad? You his know parents? what? I think I think they did record it. This must okay. be him here. And it actually is eight. Yeah. But there wasn't a mat down. They didn't even have a mat down. They, they must have been just somebody writing the time down. Yeah, at that they, point. Must, they must have just written the, it down. the volunteers there are really nice. Yeah, because we came in. Uh, my mom and I came in. Uh, one hour, 33 minutes, uh, and six seconds uh, around. And That's that. pretty good. Yeah. Then there was uh, there weren't many people after that, um, except for this poor kid who looked so fed up. Yeah, you said he looked really sad when you saw him around the lighthouse area. <laughs> yeah, we were walking back, and there was this poor kid kind of shuffling like with his head down, and he looked so sad and everything. He was the last kid. My his mom's like we're bringing up the rear because we like looked at him and we're like oh look at that pathetic <laughs> he was cute yeah it was a cute kid so he ended up to, he came in uh, around one hour forty seven minutes Aww. and fifty three seconds good time I for a little mosey yeah, yeah. That's, you know and he did it that's five mile walk for an eight year old kid <laughs> think I could have done that when I was eight years old. Nintendo. Did you, did you walk around that block? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why I never saw you as a kid. We lived in the same neighborhood yeah. as a kid. I never saw you. Yeah, but because was... I was allowed to go out and about. 
Yeah, but you were like two blocks away, which is like, oh, God, walk the whole way two blocks. You never went to the park either. I would have seen you there. <laughs> no, I, I was always like, in the park. <laughs> I grew up like a block away from a park. <laughs> but so yeah, so my it seems like my mom had fun. Yeah, she did. She she um, I think her most disappointing thing was that her Nike Plus wasn't in sync. Her Nike Plus is not calibrated correctly, so. It it recorded her as having done like six point two miles or something. Yeah, uh, which is way off. Uh, so that has to be recalibrated, and I think that she's more disappointed because that means she's been doing she less been, than she thinks yeah. she has been. But she's doing great because she just started doing the walking like seriously since January. Yay for I, Nike Plus! Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, because I got her the Nike Plus for Christmas, and she's so she's been doing the the walking more seriously just since then, really. Mm. After I showed her how to use it in January, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, she's been doing great. And I told her, you know, like the advice everyone gives me whenever I feel like <laughs> crap about running slowly yeah. is that it's the same distance as the first guy. It's true. Yes, it's true. But I, I think she's gonna do the five k. Next month. Yeah. I'm going to try to get her to do the uh, the 5K. It's at a Portuguese festival in yeah. New Bedford, Mass. You know, I'm trying to get your dad to do it. So we're going to try to tempt him with the Portuguese food. Yeah. Like malasadas <laughs> and cherie sandwiches. Yeah. So they should, you know, mm-hmm. your dad likes to go where the food is. Casula. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> That's a Portuguese pork dish. You know, I wish I could eat most of it. Nah, it's all, it all comes on bread. It's all dough. Sorry. Bread and a pepper. Yeah. Yeah, bread and, and a my, boiled egg. You know, hopefully she'll be doing more of these things. She seemed to enjoy it. She, you know, I think it was uh, a little intimidating for her at first, but then, you know, afterward, when you know, she's home, she was like, I just walked five miles. I know. She's so proud of herself. Yeah. I'm so proud of her. You, you know? should be. It's, you know, like I was telling her, you know, most people... Especially on the 4th of July, most people are sitting around in their ass all day. I know. Drinking something. Yeah. With a lot of calories. And now you can sit on your ass all day, too, but you'll know that you've done something mm-hmm. in the morning first. <laughs> <laughs> you accomplished something. Yeah. You're proud. Yeah, she's great. Do you want to read some emails that we got? Yeah. We have tons. Yes, we do. The first one we got, which is very special, so we're going to read it first. This person writes, Dear Dan and Nick, hi to you both, and I hope that you are both well. I am Paula's, a.k.a. Bugle Girl's, other half. She doesn't know that I'm writing to you. I'm a runner as well, mostly on my own, but Paula has from time to time dragged me to official events to partake in and we both go on longer runs together on the weekends. I know that she has written to you on various occasions as she likes to play me your podcasts <laughs> from time to time, usually just when I'm trying to sleep. Oh, you put a lot of people to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty good at that. Your podcasts have inspired her a great deal, which is why I'm writing to you now. We both participated in the Gold Coast Half Marathon yesterday, which was Paula's first. Way to go. I've been watching her on the Daily Mile. Yeah. I like seeing her progress. Yeah. 
She was very unsure whether she would make it to the end, but I can't tell you how proud I was to see her come around that final bend at the finish line. I was reminded of the day only a couple of years ago when she came home from the gym to inform me that she had successfully run for a whole minute nonstop. With that in mind, it's truly amazing that she is now capable of running for more than an hour or two. Yes. Isn't it amazing? It you is. Go from like a minute to hours. Yeah. I just it's just amazing because you did that same thing. You I know, did you that never, same you thing. know, you had such a hard time with that first minute. I know. I was like, oh, I'm gonna die. I don't know if I'll ever do five minutes in a row. I mean, you listened to the earlier I podcast know. that we've done. I'm like. I don't know. I got an eight-minute one coming up soon. I don't know if I'll do it. See, I'm just so proud of you guys for doing that. From going from that minute to like three hours of you know half marathons. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks again to you both, and may you continue to inspire others to do this crazy but soul-filling activity that we universally enjoy. All the best. Signed, Benoit. So thank you very much, Benoit. That is very sweet. Glad to help out. She's one of the proud owners of a Dan Go Run t-shirt. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> if you get one, too. Well, actually, I don't think they make them anymore. I think they're a limited edition. All right. The next one we got here is from Spencer. This is Spencer from St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands. I remember Spencer. I know. He, like, lives on a boat. <laughs> yeah. He wrote to us, like, ages ago. Mm-hmm. My running was going pretty well, but now I am on a boat. Delivery from the Caribbean to Croatia. We are in the Azores right now with all of Dan's people. I went for a great run here in Horta, and the next one will be in Palma, Spain. That's a nice life. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Actually, with your people, your family, some of your family is over in the Azores right now as we speak. Yeah, you might have even run into them. You never know. I got relatives <laughs> visiting there for the summer. They hadn't been back for 30 years. So just look for the... Squat, hairy-looking people with, with but with cameras. <laughs> yeah. Eating uh, sherry sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of little kids running around them. Little American-looking kids saying, "I'm bored. I want to go home." <laughs> you said we were going to Disneyland, <laughs> and instead we went to an island full of fish and volcanoes. <laughs> Where everybody's crying all the time. Yeah. Because apparently that's what you do when you go back there. That's what your mom said. Thank God we don't live here anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they grew up poor. Yes, they did. Poor, poor. I mean, like, they use corn cobs instead of toilet paper. (laughs) Yes, because that's all they had. Yeah. They shared a boiled egg four ways. That's how poor that was. Yes, my, my parents did not have money. Anyway, I hope you like the Azores, Spencer. Yeah, I, I I think they upgraded to toilet paper now. They may have, yeah. I hope. I remember my mom telling me growing up there was like one phone on the whole island. <laughs> I remember hearing the story that um, my grandfather told my grandmother, you know there's a device out there where you can pick it up and you can talk to people all over the world. And she's like, you're crazy. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you are nuts. I wouldn't even want to explain podcasting. No. Oh, my grandmother asked me what Twitter was. Your grandmother asked you what Twitter was? Because she was listening to something they mentioned in, on the Michael Jackson funeral. <laughs> oh, God. And my answer was, it's an internet thing. Because I didn't want to go there. <laughs> Oh, God. Because she doesn't understand email or cell phone. I tried to give her a cell phone number once, and she said, 
I don't know how to use those things. I said, it's just a phone number to call us in case of emergency. Oh. And she threw out the piece of paper and then wrote it on. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how to do that. <laughs> oh, never mind Twitter. Jeez, I have trouble explaining Twitter to people who are tech savvy. I know. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, moving right along. Uh, we got another one here from Carlos. He writes, I was listening to your last podcast, the San Diego Marathon. <laughs> Uh, I know it's a two-parter, uh, but I was kind of disappointed, yes, disappointed by the lack of content. I hasten to add that I'm not a Twitter user, speaking of Twitter, so I felt like I was out of the loop. I love everything about your podcast except this feeling of frustration with the assumption that whatever was missing from that particular show could be found on Twitter. Uh, I think each media format should be able to stand on its own and entertain and inform its audience fully. I agree. Yeah. I didn't think it was... The first part of the two-parter. Yeah, I, I agree, too. Sorry. <laughs> I really am sorry. <clears throat> well, if you had let me listen to it before you sent it out. Yeah, I know. I, was... I would have said something, but... Sorry. With part uh, the 61, with episode 61, part one of it, I kind of... I almost sort of, like, accidentally really left stuff in there that I should have just cut out. It went a little bit too long, and I probably should have made that shorter, so... But anyway, we, we, we do put in the information here on the podcast. Not usually on Twitter only. Yeah, you know, we don't we don't want to make anybody uh, feel like they have to sign up for Twitter or no, Facebook or anything else. it's too addicting. And I know. And then I it's know a, I, no one needs that. Yeah, then you got to sign up for I know how it is signing up for extra things if you don't want to use it, whatever. But It, it took a while to do the podcast yeah. because you got busy with work, so it took even slower to get everything out. Yeah, I felt like I was saying so much on Twitter. So, anyway, I hope the 62 was better for you, Carlos. Yeah. There's more information there. Yeah, that had more content and information in it. So. We uh, try. Yeah. We got another one here from Sweet Daddy D. Sweet Daddy D! I just thought I would write you guys and tell you I'm still doing good on my walk-run program. Running more than walking these days. And I'm up to four miles comfortably and starting on five miles as my long run next week, slowly but surely. Don't call me Shirley. Congrats on your marathon, Nick. And Dan, go run. You better keep running if we're going to make the Hooters half marathon this fall. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I, what? I have to look at what month that is. I bookmarked it somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to do Hooters this year. No. We can't go anywhere for vacation this year. No. We're no fun. He also writes, he continues here, um, I was going to show you one of my tattoos that I got after my first marathon in 2003. I ran the marathon in memory of my brother, who's killed in a car crash in 1998. One day after a 20-mile long run, I was sitting down relaxing and Casey was there. That's his German short pointer. And I was scratching his ears saying that I was working like a dog for this marathon and it hit me. <laughs> I grabbed an ink pad and shoved his paw in it and put it down on a piece of paper and went from there with what you see in the picture. Which yeah, we'll we put the pic up and put it up. He went streaking across the floor, leaving paw prints as he went. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he thought we were playing, and let's just say I had fun cleaning up paw prints off the floor with simple green for 45 minutes afterwards. I scrubbed my ass off to get it clean before my wife got home. Looked at him and said thanks. Thanks a lot. He just stared at me with his black tongue hanging out. Yeah, you guessed it. He sat there and licked his paw clean. Then the wife got home and asked me why his tongue was black. I said he got hold of a ballpoint pen. You know how pointers are, honey. Wink, wink. Yeah, she didn't you just find a ballpoint pen in the middle of our bed? Yes. 
And somebody once had blue feet for a week. <laughs> yes, because he chewed a ballpoint pen. He likes ballpoint pens, right, Stanley? They do. They love them. Yes, Stanley. You get in trouble. Like they're little tiny bones. Mm-hmm. Because they're crunchy. <laughs> he doesn't eat them. He just likes to chew them. But that's not as bad as whoever the mystery vomiter is on our bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's someone, one of these dogs, someone in this house... I suppose you're wondering why I've all gathered you here tonight. One of you has been vomiting all over the bed. Someone vomited on our bed two days in a row. And we're not really sure who it is. No. I'm really tired of washing the bed. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, moving along. We got another one here from Kay. Greetings again from sunny West London, UK, where yet again I'd saved your podcast to listen to as I ran the next stage of the Regent's Park <laughs> Summer 10K series. This time you read out my email I was near, as I was nearing the end. You asked, where are you right now? As I was heading into the final third of kilometer nine and about to turn the bend for the home stretch sprint. Again, I got strange looks as I answered you, which obviously looked to everyone else like I was talking to myself. <laughs> But you think more people talk to themselves. <laughs> no. Yeah. Spreading the crazy. Yes. But it spurred me on to the point where on my watch, different to the official time as they don't use chips, I came in at 59 minutes, 30 seconds, only another four minutes to go until I equal my lifetime PB of 55 minutes. Nice. So where are you now? Where are you? Right now. Right, right, right now. <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> it's sort of like you know, that movie with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock where they're, oh, yeah. in, they're in two different times, but they write each other letters. Yes. <laughs> the lake house. That's it. Uh, so thank you very much, Kay. We got another one here from Travis. He writes, hi, guys. I am Travis. Hey. Hi, Travis. Hey. I've been running since eighth grade track, and even at my best, I've only been at the front of the middle pack. Been working my way slowly through injuries back to that spot for about two years now. Uh, but I've been a fan of your podcast since episode 52 and really enjoy the chemistry you share. I've poked around at both of your other blogs, like Mr. Fonzie and Nick's art blog. Being a graphic designer, I really gravitated towards Nick's art blog. You really have beautiful and inspiring work. Aw, thanks. I saw his work. It was very nice. Yeah. But with all of this enjoyment of your podcast and Dan's writing blog and Nick's art blog, the real pushing point that inspired me to email you was the Lucha Libre mask. <laughs> but when I saw you sporting it proudly, I knew I needed to email. You should totally wear it at a race, Dan. Not in the summer, though. You may die. But do it during the winter. <laughs> I know this is a good time to wear it because my running friends and I always dress in costume for our local New Year's run. There is nothing better than waking up or just showing up after a long, drunken night and putting on a costume to run. <laughs> We started about six years back when we wore only black ski masks and spandex running pants. <laughs> but we've evolved and hit high points two years ago with Scottish kilts and this year with the Lucha, Li Lucha Libre masks. I strangely felt comfortable in my mask. Like my life was not far off taking this path of wrestling on the weekends for child support money. <laughs> What makes it even more ridiculous, aside from wearing half my girlfriend's Wonder Woman Halloween costume, is that I live in Michigan, and the temperature is usually below zero, and race is put on by the legendary Hansons. Oh, that's the Hansons. Oh. The, the Steve Runner follows the Hanson plan. There you go. It's them. 
I was thinking, well, there could be the Hansons. That's like, crazy. That boy band. Mbop. Mbop. <laughs> I see a song right here. I wonder what song I'll put in. Or is it the Hansons who are... Have you ever seen Slapshot with Paul Newman? Are they the Hansons? No, I never saw that. We always have a great time and people have begun to look and to see what stupidity will unleash every year. So if you are ever in Michigan, no matter the season, bring your mask and we can hit up a 5K. You'll be out of town so no one will know you and you will be safely among friends. (laughs) And he includes several pictures which are awesome. Yeah, they are. Yes. This is, this is definitely a favorite email here. Yeah. Pictures. <laughs> this is definitely one of my favorite emails. You're so into wrestling. <laughs> I don't get it, but hey, you and your sister. Yeah. So into like the old wrestlers. The old wrestling. I haven't watched wrestling in ages, but like the old stuff with, you know, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Ravishing Rick Rude. I was a Hulkamaniac as a kid, too. Um, you know them all. I, I don't know. You keep talking to me about it, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> they occasionally come to Fall River, too. We The other day, it must have been a couple months ago, we had Hacksaw Jim Duggan fighting Brutus the Barber Beefcake. See, that just sounds like gibberish to me. Like, right downtown. Like, I still don't know what that means. Less, you keep saying that, and I don't know what any of those things are. Less than a mile away. Two legends. And you missed it. Of the squared circle. You had to work. Yeah, I had to work that night. <laughs> you know, about the wrestling mask, I think I might actually run a race in it. You know? Well, I found one for you. <laughs> in Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, during the month of October. Yes. So just before Halloween, too. It's, I think it's October 25th. Oh, so that should be perfect. Yeah, right? and pretty much the whole month of October, everybody dresses in a costume in Salem. It's, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's kind of, I wish I could live there. Have I mentioned that before? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I knew people who live there, and they said, yeah, it starts, the Halloween stuff starts like October 1st and pretty much doesn't end until. So you won't look odd. No, I and won't. And it should be cool because it's October. So maybe I'll run it then. Actually, it'd be kind of weird if you didn't wear a costume. I know. It'll be like, who's that guy not wearing a luchador mask? <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do it. I've been getting pressure from Gordon from Run to Disney and uh, other people on Twitter. So, but, are you gonna be the Portuguese bandit? I was thinking the Azorian assassin. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can, your mom can sew you a cape. Yeah, see, it, it's almost <laughs> it's almost weird not to run with the cape. <laughs> I wouldn't expect a good time, though. The drag of the cape and all. Yeah, it does. I'm sure that must be. It would flutter a bit. (laughs) And then there'd be, like, the heavy breathing through the mask and stuff. It's not the most comfortable thing to wear. I mean, it's fun to wear, but it seems like... It kind of scares the crap out of me, but whatever. (laughs) I'm just trying to think of, like, how I would pop a gel through the mouth hole. It's 5K. You don't need one. I'd have to bring a bottle because I couldn't use a cup. It would get everywhere. (laughs) You drink before. You drink after. Okay. You can take the mask off. 
Yeah. Or, I mean, unless you want to hide your identity. I know. I was thinking I should sign up for it under a, a pseudonym. <laughs> like, I fight crime and run 5K races. <laughs> Give people the occasional oh pile driver. Does that mean I have to wear a costume? No, you can. You don't have to. He did give a, a link, too, where you can also buy more Lucha Libre masks. Oh, yeah, you were on there for... Hours. Like, hours and hours, <laughs> they looking sell, at all the masks. Yeah, they sell capes and everything, Some too. are pretty neat. Some, some are pretty scary. Yeah, some are really That clown one. If you go on there, look at the clown one. Oh, you had nightmares. Gosh. I did. Yeah, well, clowns. We all know about clowns. <laughs> So we got another one here from Kristen. She writes, uh, First off, Nick, congratulations on getting through that marathon after the six weeks off. I could definitely hear the post-marathon slur in your voice in the podcast. <laughs> you were clearly oh, yeah. Like, anyway, I was listening to episode 62 the other night, and imagine my surprise when all of a sudden you were talking to me. Literally. I'm the Kristen who told you to make sure Susan listened to episode 62. She did, and now she's merrily going back to winter 2007 to keep catching up. Uh, it definitely made me laugh, and my husband Jordan loved the shout-out. It was his first Boston qualifying time, so we'll be heading to Boston for April 2010. I'm going to tell my sister to listen to some of the early episodes when Dan was starting to run. She's doing her first sprint try on July 12. It will be her first time doing an open water swim, so she's pretty nervous about that. Go, Heather. You'll do great. Yay! <laughs> I know I found listening to Dan's great attitude. Uh, when he first started out, was very motivating for me, and I think it is something that can transfer to swimming and really anything. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Although I have to say, I can't swim because it frightens me. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck, Heather. It's been a few days. Yeah, good luck, Heather. And we got another one here from Beatnik Bandit, who gave us a whole race report. Mm-hmm. Beatnik Bandit. With a real late race update, first, congratulations to both of you on your challenging race experiences. Anyway, back on April 26th, I ran the 11th annual St. John Waterloo Marathon, his 55th. 55th. I rummaged through my car, and luckily I found a not-too-stinky long-sleeve tech shirt. The field for the marathon was 117, (laughs) a dramatic 80% increase from last year's numbers. That's the smallest race I've ever heard of. That is tiny. With such a large field, (laughs) there was a lot of jostling at the start, and it took me over two seconds to cross the start line. (laughs) This must be what Boston was like in the early years. And in spite of the small field, I was running with people most of the time. That's incredible. Hmm. I went through the half at 2.08, a bit faster than my estimated pace for 4.30. The race was run on paved country roads. Expect for a 5K section of gravel around 23K. It was right there. I thought I met my Waterloo. I don't know if it was a mist on my glasses or just my clumsiness, but my right foot found a large rock in the road. I came down hard on my right knee and hand, mashed it up real good. (laughs) Yeah. 
Blood gushed out of my knee and my hand was torn up by the gravel. For a split second, I thought of quitting. Someone stopped and asked if I was all right. I jumped up and said, I'm still running this. I was so mad at myself. I ran to the next porta potty and tried to wrap toilet paper around my wounds. And I ended up looking like an escaped mummy or zombie. Yeah, he has a picture. Yeah. He includes a picture of it. And man, is he bloody. As I crossed the line, they told me to sit down on a chair, but I knew I was cramping, and if I sat, I would not be able to get up. I walked, hobbled to the medical tent about a half mile away. Jeez. I was cold and shivering. They poured some clear liquid over my leg wound, which didn't sting too much. The wire brush to get the debris out was not the highlight of my day. Bandaged me up, and I got some food in me. Then I drove back to Toronto. My time was 4 13 and four out of six in my age category, 60 plus. Wow. Not bad. He does really good. He's such a trooper. Yes, he is. Oh, that's inspiration. Yeah, he's got blood dribbling down his leg. It looks gory. And he's got... It looks like some chaffage. Yeah, it looks like he's got some (laughs) two red spots on his shirt. Leave it to your imagination. All in all, it was a successful marathon. This is the end of the first part of my saga. Cheers, Beatnik Bandit. So thank you very much. <laughs> you know, I was listening, you know, he's 60 plus category, and I was watching the Bob Newhart show, mm-hmm. and they were making fun of a guy. They're saying, wow, that guy can run five miles a day. He's 60 years old. That's amazing. <laughs> five miles a day. <laughs> and there he is. Oh, they're, 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 like, 60-year-old was, like, this decrepit age. Yeah. <laughs> like, he could never do anything after yeah. that. Just hang it up. Like, it was amazing that he could, this, this guy on Bob Newhart's show could even run five miles at that age. I've been watching a lot of old TV, by the way. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> you're, on, you're on Donna Reed right now. Yes, I am. We got another one here from Funderson. Always fun. Always fun to hear from Funderson. This will be me on the 4th of July as I attempt to run the only one-third marathon that I have ever heard of. Rocky Mountain Biolab? The Rocky Mountain Biological Laboratory one-third marathon. I've never heard of a one-third marathon. I have never heard of one either. That is very strange, but probably a very good distance. What is a one-third marathon? Let me grab my... That involves math. Oh, let me get the calculator out. Hold on. 26 divided by 3 equals 8.66666666667. A repeating decimal. So the race just keeps going on until infinity. Yes. I took this picture last week of a warm-up fun run I organized for the Crested Butte Mountain Runners. Not Crested Butt. That's Butte. With an E at the end. <laughs> Hopefully it will be sunny, though, because it can be as cold as the Dickens at 12,000... Dickens, crested butt. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you get distracted there for a second. <laughs> uh, it's 12,000 or so feet up. Jeez. Oh I've run this race before, as always, with a complete lack of training, and it is so beautiful. The course connects the old town of Gothic, population one, in the winter. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Does his finger talk to him? <laughs> right, wrong, right, wrong. <laughs> uh, it connects that with Crested Butte, Colorado. Keep it in mind if you ever want to run a gorgeous and chilly Fourth of July run. They don't have bears, do they? 
I know. She runs with bears and things. I want to go run with the bears. But it looks beautiful. It's got mountains in there. And she sent a picture. and So I assume there's also mountain lions. I don't want to get eaten by a mountain lion. (laughs) I basically don't want to get eaten by anything. Particularly a monkey. Yeah. I don't think you have to worry about that in Crested Butte, though. Okay. (laughs) Got another one here from Eric. I was listening to the first part of San Diego today and wanted to pass this along. I live about 90 minutes north of downtown, but do a lot of work down there. The attached is a picture. I'm getting lots of pictures this time. I know. They're all pretty, too. Yeah. It's a picture of the ballpark that I took from the roof of the high-rise building in center field. It's a great place to see a game, even if the Padres suck. (laughs) That's what I hear. (laughs) Yes. Also for the future, here in SoCal, we have this thing called June Gloom. Happens every year. It makes for great weather for running before the summer heat comes. We heard about the June gloom. Yeah, we had a little bit of that, but nothing is as bad as it has been in New England. Yeah, it's been pretty since terrible. Since May. Uh, also was wondering if Dan had made any progress on recreating the pumpkin beer. I left him a note on his blog about the Monin syrup and was curious if you had come up with a better mix. To be honest, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't gotten any of the syrup yet, but... You haven't had time to make beer. You just been buying it, and, and I, then you got out of the pumpkin stage. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I sort of fell out of it temporarily. Maybe because everything we were having had pumpkin in it. <laughs> I got a little pumpkin out. I think <laughs> the coffee, the beer, the pie, the bread, the bread. this and that. And I don't know. It was like muffins, pumpkin, everything for a while. But yeah, I will get a hold of some syrup, and I'll probably put that in some beer. I bet fall. Yeah. You'd probably get the urge to do that again. We got another one here from Main Runner Guy. Just wanted to update you on my last race. I ran the LL Bean 4th of July 10K on, you guessed it, the 4th of July. Hey. What a coincidence. <laughs> the weather was overcast and misty, but pretty favorable for running. The course had a couple of good-sized hills in it. I thought of you guys at the finish line because the race ended up right in front of the Ben & Jerry's on Main Street in Freeport. Anyway, I bettered my previous time of uh, 50.17 to 48.40. I was very happy with that. That's not bad. Should be. My next race is the 12th annual Beach to Beacon 10K in Cape Elizabeth. This is the biggest road race in Maine that draws elites from all over the world. My wife and I were able to get two spots in the race of 6,000 runners. Yeah, it filled in under two hours. Oh, my God. He told me, he wrote in later, and he said that his wife was, her bib number was like 170-something, mm-hmm. and it was so hard to upload and register himself. Mm-hmm. It took him 45 minutes later, and he got number 1,700. Whoa. That is unbelievable. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> two hours to fill up a race. Yeah. My God like to do that one but i don't think i have the the fast the enough fast, fingers yeah <laughs> or internet connection I for know. that oh my god yeah, good luck jake yeah good luck on that and let us know how it goes mm-hmm. i think last but not least we have a voicemail yes we do where is it here we go it is from your favorite Running to Disney podcasts are in hours. Mm-hmm. Gordon. Hey, it's Gordon. It's uh, it's like 4.18 on the day you're going to do your podcast, and you gave me 10 minutes to call, and it really put the pressure on me, and I had nothing to say. Usually I've, I've got loads to say, but I'm like totally at a loss for words, and so I just kept looking at your tweet, call in the next 10 minutes. And so, so what I'm going to do is take you through the anatomy of a call 
to a voicemail. Now, as you well know, voicemails are not an easy thing to do. The Trilogy Boys tried to do it and failed. You tried to do it, and I admire you for giving it a shot, but you've got to have some sort of warped mind, much like my own, to do a successful voicemail call that is, one, entertaining, and two, somewhat off-the-wall funny. So what do I do? I have no time. I have no real words to share, nothing creative. And I look at your tweet and it says, hold the elevator door for a while. Call within the next 10 minutes. I start thinking, call within the next 10 minutes. What's that sound like? What sounds like a TV infomercial? Perhaps an infomercial for the Snuggie. And so I Google Snuggie. And I'll have you know that there were 37 pub crawls across the nation for people wearing the Snuggie. That the nation of Australia, that I now have very serious doubts about, um, you have chess clubs, snooker competitions, and pub crawls. But even worse, the original United States run of Snuggies sold out. I question our future as a nation. And I'm looking at a website here of people running through the streets of New York wearing Snuggies an attractive sky blue color for the male and some burgundy for the two attractive women that he's running with. Maybe he is, maybe wearing a Snuggie is not that bad. He's running with two women. But anyway, um, some price check here. I'd like to share some prices with you. I did a little Snuggie shopping. You can get a uh, Snuggie, uh, 1495 on as com. The lowest price is twelve ninety nine at collections etc. And and if you go to Shop TV Canada, they're thirty bucks. So I don't know what's going on here with the uh, with the Canadians. There, it's like double the price for a Snuggie. Um, they, you know, I'm, I'm, they ought to probably come on across into Michigan and buy some Snuggies for cheap because there may be like a black market for Snuggies because um, I can't see Canadians uh, really stomaching paying 30 bucks for a Snuggie when they can come across here in the uh, the US and get one for the uh for the cheap price of 12.99. I bet somebody's some black market smugglers making a bundle off of black market bootleg Snuggie, sort of a Smokey and the Snuggie movie maybe. Anyway, that's that's how I got to this call. Um I didn't have anything. Something came up and I and I gave it to you. And uh, that's that's about all I can do on this uh what day is it? Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. Um, hope this helps. Um, I'm sure it doesn't, but it's a nice time filler, and it gives me something to do in the last eight minutes of work. So, talk to you later. Bye. Thank you very much, Gordon. Always good to hear from you, even if it's last minute. I know. <laughs> what happened was uh, I had announced on Twitter that I was uh, we were going to be recording and stuff because you were collecting all the emails as you do. <laughs> And I said, you know, you're collecting all the emails. And he said, oh, geez, i got to call you and say something. So I told him, you got ten minutes. <laughs> Put the pressure on him. Yeah. Sorry. Not bad for ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Always fun. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to ever be, like, a Snuggie 5K or, like, maybe even a half marathon. Maybe you should wear that with your mask. <laughs> <laughs> if I put the Snuggie on backwards, then it could be like a cape almost. Then it would be a robe. 
Yeah, it would just be a robe, really, wouldn't it? But Your my girl? grandmother really loves it. She's got a Snuggie. She has a Snuggie, and she uses it every morning when she takes a nap <laughs> in her chair. Because, <laughs> you know, the blanket, it's just impossible to do anything with a blanket on yeah. you. You can't do anything at all. You can't get the phone. Yeah. Right? Isn't that the thing? You can't yeah. get the phone? Calls go unanswered. <laughs> God forbid there's a fire. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get out from You'd under die. it. Never get out from under that blanket. <laughs> Probably very warm. Yeah. And long. For yeah. short people like me. Yeah. Did you ever put it on? No. <laughs> I tried picking it up, but it was really, really big. I guess it's really not meant to be standing up. You're not meant to no, stand up. No, you just uh, lay on a couch. Yeah. Be reclining. <laughs> Gathering the phone or remote control. Yeah. <laughs> With ease. Thank you very much, Gordon. And as always, check out the Running to Disney podcast. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And it should be one of yours. Yes. Uh, so you want to give away another book? Yep. Time for another Four Feet Running book club giveaway. We need some sort of jingle for that. Have you ever wandered through a secondhand bookshop? It's quite an experience. You never know what you're likely to find. We have a lot more to go, right, Sweet Daddy D? Right. (laughs) We are going to be giving away Running and Being by Dr. George Sheehan. Yes. It's a little uh, more on the philosophical side, I guess you could say. I bet that's what he would say. Yes. Well, he's like philosopher runner dude. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what he wants to be. And um, it's just a book of essays that he wrote about his philosophy of what running is like and, mm-hmm. and everything. So we'll give it away on a Saturday? Yeah. Because we've been doing weekdays. Yeah. We want to try to mix up the time so everybody can have a chance. Yeah, because some people aren't available on weekdays. Yeah, so. different time zones and all that. So. Yeah. so what do you say maybe... What do you got there? 9 a.m. on Saturday. Are you going to be awake at 9 a.m.? Let's make it 10. 10, right. (laughs) (laughs) Give me, let me sleep in a little bit. Hey, not too early. Sleep in Saturdays. Oh, your shoe's untied. (laughs) Oh, you've seen that movie way too much. (laughs) Anywho. Anywho. All right, so 10 a.m. Saturday, July 18th. That is, that should be in about a week or so. I hope to have this episode out soonish. Mm-hmm. So, so it'll be a week after that yeah. we give out the book. That should be enough time. Yeah. So again, like the way it always works, on Saturday, July 18th, sometime after, shortly after 10 a.m., we will make postings on the Facebook group, mm-hmm. on Twitter, on the blog. Daily Mile. Daily Mile. We'll post something there simultaneously, both of us, that will say... Do you want the book? And the answer to that trivia question is yes. <laughs> and just email us as quick as possible. Yes. Now, congrats to Gordon because he won the Dean Carnese book. Yes, Gordon from Run to Disney. We, had the, we won the fastest finger contest yes. last time. It sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He won Ultra Marathon Man last time. Mm-hmm. So, you so know. go bug him if you want it. Yeah, if you want it after that, because that was a popular one. If you want it after that, ask him. <laughs> but so if you want Running and Being with uh, George Sheehan by George Sheehan, 
Mm -hmm. Just let us know immediately after we post that. You have to be fast. These things go like within less than a minute. I know. And then I get the depression after we give it away. Because then I have to write everybody else who didn't win. I know. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't it's, make it. Oh, I just feel bad. I wish we had like multiple copies we could give away and mm -hmm. stuff, but we don't. So you got to be very, very quick. Mm -hmm. I mean, extremely quick. You know, when you know it's going to be about the time, keep refreshing the blog. Yep. Keep refreshing Twitter if you're following us there. If you're on Facebook, keep refreshing that. And as soon as you see it, just boom, have your email already ready and just say, I want it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I mean, we ship world worldwide, so. Yep. That's why we're doing it in the morning, so. Yeah. So keep people from, say, Europe might want it. Mm hmm. <laughs> Sorry, West Coast people. It's kind of early. Well, you'll have to get up for it if you want. <laughs> so that's not uh, that's 10 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, right. 10 a.m. Eastern time, July 18th. Yes. Saturday. Yes. All right. Oh, all right. So I think that's it. I think that's all. I think that's all we got. If you want to email us, it is fourfeetrunning at gmail .com with the number four feetrunning at gmail .com. If you want to check out the blog and our show notes and pictures from lots of people who send us pictures, <laughs> it is fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com, the number four, feetrunning.blogspot.com. If you want to give us a phone call, it is 206-350-1677. That number again is 206-350-1677. You can follow us on Twitter. You can check out the Facebook group. Oh, I'm also doing a new podcast, which is non-running related, with Adam Zenrunner Tinkoff. Called Shock of the News. Go to shockofthenews.com. It's all about weird, bizarre, strange news. <laughs> news. It's non running related, but you may enjoy it nonetheless. So, from us, Nick and Dan, and Stanley, who is trying to knock off the microphone on the table, and Myrna, who's sitting there like a good girl, right? We'll about see you pens. <laughs> No, not chewing pens. We'll see you later. Sniffing the microphone. What's on there? Is it peanut butter? Oh. No peanut butter on the microphone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Can I out that yawn and stretch? Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs>